Cyber Monday. <laughs> this is Colin, that's Stu, and this is episode 32 of the Evil G podcast. And, uh, yeah. I forgot it was Cyber Monday. The fucking <laughs> lit stage capitalist hellscape that is <laughs> the week of Black Friday. Jesus, I had to uninstall the Amazon app. That's right, you were saying you were flying, getting pestered by them. Buy this, buy this, buy it's this. Just relentless, I, uh, just desperation. We need to send Jeff Bezos to the moon, quick. Uh, yeah, I, I was just flat out getting getting notifications, so I was like, enough of this. Did you pick up any Black Friday deals? No, because there was nothing I was planning to buy, and I'm not just going to buy something just because... It comes mm. up. Like, fair enough, if you're planning to get something out, I might go for it, but... Yeah. I right, you may as well hold off the Black Friday, because I know there was, um, there was a few deals on the Oculus Quest and things like that, but like everyone we know already owns some type of VR, so I don't understand if you go out and buy another one if you already own one. Mm. It'd be weird. And from the, the game side of thing, I, I own all the games. <laughs> Yeah, true. <laughs> I, I was looking through the PlayStation store and I was all, I would just be buying something for the sake of buying it. Yeah, There's nothing I aye, actually want. Anything aye. I want, I already own. Hey, you need to get yourself out of that habit because that's how you end up with like a, a Steam library of hundreds of games yeah. and, and most of them you've never played. That's yeah. totally, totally not me. No, I, <laughs> uh, I did pick up uh, because of a lot of people have been talking about it a lot um i'm not even sure if it was on See, i just wanted to try and with that in- inscription it's the w- weird ass card game it's a strange say i've heard fu- of that one no uh, uh there's a lot of buzz about it um it, it's a guy that does it, i think it's a one one person makes these games um or a very very small team. Uh, it's done games for one called Pony Island, where it was like, you know, it's it very meta sort of thing going on because uh, Pony Island was like it was like supposed to be like a game made by Satan or something. Um, oh yeah yeah and yeah. It's yeah. All, and this is sort of in the same vein. It's like a cursed video game, um, mm. and and there's all this shit going on outside the game. Is like people are trapped in there and. Uh, it's it's interesting. I'll give it that. Um, so it's been a pretty slow week in terms of news. Uh, well, we've got a, a co- couple of things to chat about. Um, first, uh, fans have restored the online servers for the PlayStation 3 game MotorStorm. PlayStation 3 launch title, Motorstorm. Mm. Which I thought was pretty cool. I did enjoy the original. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, There was and nothing like it at the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Motorstorm being like the off-road racing. Um, you had bikes and 4x4s and all sorts of stuff. Um, and uh, mud tech. <laughs> I think mm. was its was its main thing, uh, like you deforming the the track as you race on it, um, and yeah, so you you can 
now play that online again uh, if you're willing to do all the stuff that you have to do. Um, which is pretty cool. But the same people that did this are also trying to restore PlayStation Home, aren't they? They are, I, for some reason. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. <laughs> like, I mucked around in that for like half an hour and then sort of went, so what do you do here? And then I realized, I was like, there's, there's, there's fuck all they actually do in here. And I know they started adding in like, you know, like you know, places where you could play like arcade games and things like that. But I was like, this a wild lot of hassle just to go into an arcade to play a bit of fucking, you know, Gallagher or Pac-Man or something, you know, I could just load it up on my phone ten times quicker. Hmm. Mm. And the most interesting thing about PlayStation Home was when it was closing down and um, everyone was just running in there to just hang out and yep. be weird, I guess. Um, yeah, that's thing. If you take something away from people, they're, oh no, we're losing out in this, they'll go mad for it. Even though they never used it before. Yeah, I don't know how that would work coming back as well, because a lot of that, like, it was mainly just, you know, a way of advertising things. Um, yeah, that's exactly what it was. And there's probably not, that's not going to be the case this time, because you would go to different spaces in it that would be owned by a publisher and have different game mm-hmm. stuff, and obviously you have your own space as well. Um, yeah, John Wee Home and all. Kind of like that Second Life stuff, or is that still a thing? Well, that's a, I think it was, but I remember people were dubbing it that this is what it was going to be like, but you couldn't actually do much in it. Mm. Like, I know that Second Life shit, there's people who look, make a literal living out of that. Yeah, yeah. But there was nothing to actually do in the PlayStation Home. Like I say, you could go play some chess or something. What they do? <laughs> I'll give it this. It's like, it's kind of cool when, to see like sony trying weird things you know it's just yeah, yeah. strange stuff i was like let's give this a go um, it was kind of like that time do you remember microsoft used to do like the game shows on saturday nights oh was that the one versus 100 yeah do you remember that's, that that's that's coming back is it that's supposed to be coming back yeah Holy shit. So you could win actual, like, this is back when in the, the Microsoft, Microsoft store, you, you would win points, and it was like a, a mm. game show. I think it is actually, was actually a real game show. It was, I. I, um, I made it onto the board and all at one stage, and I won, uh, was it 400 Microsoft points? Yeah, nice one. Yeah. And then mm. I hit the wrong button and got the question wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was raging at myself. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Because I remember in between questions, you could hammer the Y... Sorry to interrupt. You could hammer the Y button on your controller and your wee avatar would start dancing on his wee spot. And I just used to sit there dancing the whole time, being in a pain in the arse. <laughs> Man, backfired, my wee avatar was dressed like fucking Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, and that's <laughs> why I hit the wrong fucking thing, man. I guess I just what people want is... It's probably the fascination with home is just for you to excuse to dress up in a skin that is from something you like and just fuck about. Mm. Everyone just wants Ready Player One to happen for real, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. And Facebook's gonna make it happen, but <laughs> Oh, they'll try. Oh, they'll fucking try. But that they'll be a subscription. That whole metaverse thing, that's 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 what I don't think they have a clue what they're doing, to be honest. <laughs> but they, they don't. 
we've seen their boss. He has no clue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's good to see that there's people out there, you know, uh, playing Motorstorm online was just something you couldn't do anymore, and, and now you can. Mm. Um, Is there any other games you would like to see brought back for online that you know that maybe aren't around anymore? Jeez, I don't know. I, I, me playing games online is a fairly recent thing. <laughs> didn't mm. didn't used to really do it much. But uh, I think uh, I like seeing that people doing work around emulation and and things like I thought it was I was really into the the idea of the people doing the the work around Metroid Dread as well to get it running on PC so you could get it sixty frames yeah. a second. Um, like regardless of the legal gray area of all that, but, uh, <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's worth doing. And if like the, the people who quote unquote own these IPs aren't going to, aren't going to do it, it just goes to show like, yeah, the fans will do it. Well, yeah, the last motor storm was, oof. It was a long time ago. It was PS3 like, so there hasn't been a motor storm in a long time. So mm, mm. this could revive interest in it. You never know. Yeah, maybe one day in the future we'll be talking about Dark Souls and that like this. It's like I'll oh, bring back the the servers and because uh, <laughs> they they shut down the original Demon Soul servers I think at some point. But like obviously that doesn't matter now since we we have a new shiny uh, Demon Souls. But yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, that's a pretty nice thing to see. Um, mm. speaking of online games, good at the segue stuff, eh? Um, so we, um, we talked about la- last week, Halo Infinite came out, and against all odds, it's good. Mm-hmm. Still Halo, like, if, you yeah. know. You're not getting anything massively different, but it is it it plays well and people are having a good time. Except uh, with the the whole cosmetics thing, um, people ain't having a good time with that. Mm. Um, so they're doing battle pass seasons. Um, one good thing I will point out is when you buy the battle pass, you don't have a limited time to complete it. It's yours, and you just work your way through it um but one of the things people were complaining about was how you got xp for that battle pass because it's all challenge based there's no per match you don't get xp for kills uh, or for winning a match it's it's all you have to do these these challenges you get um which you know apex has something similar but apex does give you xp per match as well based on your performance um, so they also had this uh, event running recently, um, what they call it, Fracture event. This one's called Tenrai. Um, now, any anybody could have access to this. You didn't have to have the battle, battle pass or anything. But um, it's very, I find it very confusing. It's got 30 tiers, uh, and you unlock this samurai-inspired uh, Yoroi armor. Um Mm-hmm. and like you get the core of it and then you have to unlock the different pieces but like the progress is really slow because of this challenge thing it's got its own challenges it's got its own sort of playlist of match types um and it's impossible to 
to get through all 30 tiers in this event uh, and they're going to be bringing it back in January again uh, and I think it's just frustrating the fuck out of people um, and they also released a an armor set that you need the core f- for from the the Yoroi armor core which you need to get five tiers into this event to unlock so you could buy this clone mage armor set for 1439 and not be able to use it because you haven't progressed far enough oh my god this thing uh it's so convoluted um i know it's free to play in that and you know you're getting the full experience of the game from just playing it but uh yeah, this this whole thing is sure. My my mind tells me if you pay for DLC, you should have access to the DLC. Not here's give us money and then you might be able to get your DLC. You still have to do all this shit first. But mm. you know you mightn't have time to do it because we're gonna take the event away. It's like hang on, whoa, I paid fourteen quid. Where's my fucking armor? Yeah, and some of the challenges they're fl- uh, firing out. Um, like if you're not good at Halo, they might get a little difficult um because mm. one of them is like get a double kill in the 4v4 mode um i don't think i could do that uh, the, you have to beg the other team go and let me get a double kill to get this challenge please which which then sort of did we talk about last week the the sort of behaviors like people yep. going in doing a challenge and then quitting to do a match and then mm-hmm. yeah don't do that that's yeah Let's play the game to play the game. Mm. Aye. Of course, need to monetize and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, yeah, that single-player campaign is, is out very soon next week. So, ooh. yeah. It's good that they, they made a good game. It's good that it works. They released it, mm-hmm. and and that's it. Like they took that year, which fair play to them for doing that, because yep. they could have just yep. went, ah, shove it out, and we'll fix it in post. As uh, with, it's Halo, it'll sell. It's like so many developers do that now. Uh, uh, like mm. we we've been playing Battlefield, and that's what they did. They kicked it out the door and said, ah, we'll fix it. But then you get all this backlash, and being the ten worst reviewed games on Steam. Mm. Uh, uh, just just delay the fucking thing and and again as we were saying last week though we don't know if that was dice or ea done that i suppose that's the problem when you, that was EA, someone publicly uh, it's ea because obviously uh three four three isn't it two halo yes i'm guessing they're allowed to sort of hold off and release when they want to do they self-publish or is it microsoft publishes it no no it's that's microsoft Xbox but I suppose that they want their uh, they want their baby coming out looking good. Mm. Mm. Yeah, wish more developers would do that. Like focus on uh, making sure this thing is up to snuff at launch instead of mm. that's fine. We'll fix it down the road because you cannot guarantee that. Mm. I mean, I don't think anyone was ever actually fully happy with battlefield 5 and then felt like they kind of just abandoned it at 
some point yeah. like the new one and it's, it's just shitty uh, uh, it took them a good couple of years to get Battlefield 4 working the proper way that's mad to say that out loud but it literally took yeah. I think, a good two years for Battlefield 4 to work properly the, the problem is that's two years of you playing this game that you played it in a state where it isn't as it should mm-hmm. be and that's two years gone and how long before they start the next one and then mm-hmm. the player base drops off uh, it's and your player a, base drops as the game gets good <laughs> it's, it's a bad way of uh, of doing things but that, uh, that, that last patch for 2042 has definitely improved things um, about ta- I've noticed it about time. Yeah, you can actually shoot things now. <laughs> yep. Um, another game that had a rough as fuck launch, uh, Street Fighter Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have shown the well, they had already announced, but they shown gameplay for the last DLC character. Um, Look. Yeah, and I was interested in hearing your sort of thoughts on on this guy look um seeing as you're a big fighting game guy well i've I've sat and watched the trailer there and i know obviously capcom are making this big uh thing that he's going to be the the future of street fighter he's going to have a huge part of street fighter 6 which they have said will be announced next year um i was watching him and to be fair he doesn't i don't know and the whole thing with him is this new, you know, the V triggers, you remember those? Yeah. So his is very, very different to everyone else in the game. So this is obviously how the new system's going to work, but it works like a, a timer or a clock. So when you activate your V trigger, you can keep your V trigger going as long as you're aggressive. If you start sort of backing off, your V trigger starts to count down and you'll lose it. So I think it's to try and make you play more aggressively with this character yeah so he's he's a what in the fighting game community we call a pressure character mm-hmm. stay on top of you the entire time um it's obviously the new yeah. idea i'm guessing there'll be like a obviously because not all characters will play like that so there may be defensive style characters who have yeah. a different way of their v trigger working but this is the new thing it's going to work like a clock and it depends what you're doing will depend how it how it works it's kind of similar i know we only played it a handful of times do you remember that strange free fighting game we played that everything was done with a button yes so you didn't right? have to do uh weird inputs to pull off special yep. moves yeah. it was just a button um i actually have it on my hard drive and all but there was a character i played and if you walked forward his special meter reset his special meter only worked if you stopped moving or walked backwards. Right. So it was that, a weird, it was that, a weird way to work, but it it worked for his style of gameplay because he was all defensive. about you know, yeah. He was a very he, he sort of threw things out and he was he was the guy that used to sort of stop time and shit. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And I'm yeah. He, he had the the suit and the watch and all on, so that's why I picked him. But um, <laughs> I'm guessing this is what's going to be a similar type of thing. You know, you'll have like your obviously this guy's a pressure character, so you'll have to push forward, be on top of people, be aggressive. But then, say, let's use um, Guile as an example. Guile's obviously very turtley, so Guile's thing will maybe you know 
don't take damage and you can keep your thing going maybe his thing's all about staying out of the way I don't know mm. but um, it'll be an interesting way they're going to do it but on, the only other thing is the character design is fucking boring as shit <laughs> it is um, like blonde white guy <laughs> it's like mm. okay um, no it doesn't look very even a name Luke uh Looks a perfectly fine name, but like, you know, it's not, not when guy. you've got like Ryu and Chung Lee and you know fucking Bison and Balrog and Vega, you know, <clears throat> and then look. <laughs> no, no, here comes it's, look. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just a normal name. It's like you know, fighting game characters are supposed to have crazy names, fucking Honda, Zangief, Blanca, you know. But no, then you've look. Mm. So the, do you think... Steven, uh, they could have got written that. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. They, they could have got written that with... Uh, you remember Steve in Tekken 5, the boxer guy? Yeah, he, he does look kind of similar to him. He was Steve Fox, though. You never said Steve just by itself. You always said Steve Fox. <laughs> Steve. You know, you should have given him a surname, like, I don't know, Luke Cannon or something. That would have been cool. <laughs> Who's your new character? Luke Cannon. Fuck, that sounds class. You know, I don't know. <clears throat> so are you but it does up, look very punchy. Are you picking up any similarities to Alex, who was the main guy for Street Fighter Three that everyone hated at the start? Mm. But I think yeah, everyone, no, he's everyone, a big fan favorite. Yeah, yeah. But the thing about Alex, though, they went completely different direction with him because he went all sort of grappler, mm. Mm. where this guy's just straight up sort of punch puncher sort of it'd be very reminiscent of maybe balrog or dudley but um or what was that new guy they created for street fighter 5 who was the boxer ed you know <laughs> so another great name uh, another great name but they've quite a few boxers in street fighter now so i don't know what the what the, the deal will be with this guy but um there's a lot of people sitting there trying to fucking get on the the what do you call them is it Something Paul, Jake, Paul train or something. Cam, you doing? That's a train? That's a, I don't want to be anywhere near that train. <laughs> oh, do you mean how he's uh, single-handedly destroying combat sports? Yes. Yeah. They're trying to jump on this sort of because of it. it does it have a popularity thing or something? I guess. We all, yeah. It's like YouTube bullshit. Like, uh. But didn't he get his head punched in by an actual boxer? Uh, Mayweather Jr. Mayweather. Um, no, it was actually Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Oh, it was May. One of it was the actually Mayweather himself. One of the most successful boxers ever. Um, and they fought to a draw because it was an exhibition match. So of course they fucking did. Oh, <laughs> it was an exercise. So fucking Mayweather wasn't allowed to actually allowed to punch his fucking teeth. I imagine if. Say if you're right, your title's on the line. I think Mayweather uh, probably would have made short work of him. Like, uh, he, he beat Conor McGregor, didn't he? He did. In a boxing match. Which is not really a surprise. Um, yeah. That promotion that does all that, I think they're called Triller. They're just, right. just fucking trash. Hey? Just trash. Trash. St- Stunt fucking matches. Just the the uh, the sport of boxing is dead. The idea of it uh, actually being any you know 
you know, competition or anything. It's just, mm. it's all, the thing that gets all the attention is all the, the fucking, you know, the big bombastic shit. Um, the, yeah. Um, yeah, so tell me about uh, this Resident Evil 4 news that just hit. So, um, uh, DC Douglas, who does the voice, the very famous voice of Albert Wesker, um, was apparently just throwing out concept artwork for this actual Resident Evil remake that Wesker will be in. Um, and he's just throwing out this concept artwork left, right, and center. And, you know, I don't think he's supposed to be doing this shit, but... Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then apparently he started getting a bit creepy as well. Allegedly. Um, but it's not looking too good for him anyway. I know there's people saying they have screen. He's saying, you know, I, you know, stop saying this shit unless you can prove it. And then there's people getting back to him saying, well, we will prove it and all the rest of it. And Capcom have just came out anyway and said, um, well, uh, the, the we're famous, not getting them. <laughs> no, their famous line, direct quote that every fucking publisher will use is Capcom does not comment on rumor or speculation. Yep. Pretty much that's it. I mean, it was announced though a while back that Resident Evil 4 was being remade, but I don't know if they're commenting on this potential remake or if they're commenting on his actions. I, I don't know. Um, but we're all sort of well aware that the Resi, Resi 4 is getting a full remake because mm. they announced that. They did say that. That's, a, that's an official thing. I want to say yes. Yeah, because the whole thing was... Um, Oh no! Uh, it's, what, it is unannounced. Oh, it is actually unannounced. There has been no official announcement, but for some reason, everyone knows it's happening. Yeah, why? Do, that's weird that we all know it's happening. Because I but know I, that the big uh, link is the thing, the new thing Nemesis does in Res Evil Three Remake. There's, I know you haven't played through it yet, and you're uh, you might be purchasing it, so I won't say anything. But he does something that makes you go. Ooh, that's very Plagueis looking. And there's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, this is a strange fucking shit. <laughs> um, yeah. If you, there's obviously pictures of the alleged, uh, you know, concept art. It doesn't look great anyway. <laughs> it looks very uh, three generations ago concept sort of style. If you know um, what I mean. It's an actual 3D model of this concept art. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, well, it looks like something that belonged on the original Resi 4. It's got a weird arm. Yeah. I don't know. If it's just concept art, I guess that's not really... You know, someone drew that, I guess. Um, I think what I'm trying to get at is that I've seen much better concept art for much older games. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a, a weird, <laughs> weird situation. It is a very odd one, sort of. Um, he, he says he hasn't posted anything. Uh, it's this crowd, it's a Twitter account called uh, at Beware Creepy VAs um, because mm. uh, that's also he uh, allegedly would get a bit creepy with, uh, at, you know, conventions and stuff with fans. Um, 
Hmm. Not into that shit. But the fact that there's an entire Twitter account uh, helping <laughs> let spreads awareness of creepy voice actors um, mm. just shows this is probably a an issue. Um, and mm. He says he was the victim of stalking and defamation uh, by fans, which again is a thing that happens. Uh, True, it is. Fa- it is. Fans, and with someone like the characters he does. Yeah, you know they have the, their own mad following. I mean, we just saw in in wrestling. Um, we be getting a bit ahead of myself here, but a fan just jumped the real attack. Seth Rollins uh, yeah. last week, um, and apparently he was instructed to do it by Seth Rollins. Um, someone set up like a, a fake Seth Rollins account and asked him to do it. So, like, oh Christ! Right, gotcha. Um, I wasn't too sure what you meant there, but all right, I got you. So someone pretending to be, right, right. Yeah, I think he got catfished. Oh, Christ. the term, and, and then jumped the reel. Seth Rollins got him in a front face lock and went, where the fuck is security? Which, mm. you know, rightly, show, rightly so. Um, right. You don't need to be dealing with that with your wrestlers. No way. No. Sure, did you look at uh, a couple of months ago when Jericho and MJF were having their feud? Somebody tried to jump the rail and fucking Jericho clocked him. Mm. That guy's lucky, like Seth Rollins only just took him down and held him there because mm. you're pretty much guaranteed you try that stuff, you are getting, you're getting punched nah, in the fair, face. You, <laughs> you're I, lucky. You're, you're fucking fair game, eh? You're lucky after you aren't at WWE anymore. <laughs> the guy that attacked um, Brett. Brett. Ooh. He got a few lumps from uh, was it oh, Dax? Oh, he did. Cash or Dax? Ah, it was Dax. Dax. I think it was both of them, to be fair. Uh, but I think Dax really got in there. He was like fucking big uppercuts to the face. <laughs> Jeez. But that's, that's, that's different again. That's not like a, a current active wrestler. That's fucking... Bret Hart's frail as fuck. He, he had just had he a is. stroke as well at that time. Yep. Um, you, but why would you attack Bret Hart? I have... Anyway, I, I don't know. Uh, next thing we have on here. Um, so apparently Amazon are nearing a deal for a Mass Effect TV series. Um, hmm. that no one I'm actually interested for. to hear your thoughts on this. I could not give a shit about this, to be honest. I I wouldn't I, I wouldn't watch it. Um. And you know what? Uh, David Gator, who used to work at Bioware as a lead writer, um, he he puts it better than I ever could. Um, so he says, for starters, Mass Effect and Dragon Age have custom protagonists, meaning the TV show will ne- need to pick whether said protagonist would be male or female. Boom, right off the bat, you've alienated a whole bunch of built-in fan base who, who had their hopes up. Secondly, those protagonists are designed to be a bit of a blank slate, one that the player fills out with their decisions. Uh, Mm. That's not going to work in a passive medium, so suddenly the protagonists will have their own personality and their own story. That will be weird. Um, Mm. 100% right. The way the stories are told in in games, and especially ones with so many choices, like the Mass Effect series, um, they're stories that can only be told in that way. I think, in a way. Yeah, because you'd make a lot of the decisions yourself. You know, that's the thing about trying to do a series. As your man just said, if you play that type of game and you're, say, Mr. Goody Goody Two-Shoes, 
but in order to create drama in the series, they might have Shepard do some odd, questionable things. You're, you're going to turn around to the guy who's been goody-goody two-shoes in every game going, oh, Shepard wouldn't do that. This is fucking mm-hmm. dumb. And, you know, you're just, you can't write someone that millions of people have played differently. Uh, uh, Everyone's played their the game their own way. Like that's that's not my Shepard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not my Shepard. I, uh, like, as a Mass Effect fan, I don't want this. Mm. Um, yeah, the, he went on to say, um, what else he says? Both Mass Effect and Dragon Age plots were at best serviceable. Uh, these plots had taken into account the player's agency. They were kind of a shell upon which the player's emotional engagement was delivered, usually through the companions and the choices themselves. Choice heightened engagement. Interactive Interactivity was the star, not the plot. Take all that out, lose most of the companions, and you potentially end up with a pretty run-of-the-mill fantasy sci-fi um, show, uh, one where a lot of the built-in audience has possibly been turned <laughs> into outrage, <laughs> howling malcontents before it's even released. <laughs> he is not wrong. <laughs> nope. 100% right, Paramount. Um, yeah. I don't, like, I'm, I'm not gonna get outraged or turned into a howling malcontent. I'll just say, <laughs> okay, bye. I'm not watching nah. it. Um, yeah, uh, but, but um, run-of-the-mill fantasy sci-fi sounds right up fucking Amazon Street. Uh. Uh, so whatever, like it it exists and doesn't doesn't uh, undo the game. Ex- so exactly. Um, so speaking of TV shows, so that Games Master reboot. Mm-hmm. It's not really a reboot, actually, because uh, yeah, it, well, it's it's started. Um, they, they just uh, acknowledge Games Master as Games Master. Not that it's Sir Travel McDonald. There, it's not a new Games Master. He is just the same Games Master. Um, <laughs> I'm enjoying it so far. It's two episodes in. Uh, it follows pretty much the same. Uh, the same format as the 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 old series. It's longer, forty five minute episodes. I guess uh, the originals were only half hour, weren't they? If that. Oh yeah, because they would have been either would have a break and everything. So you probably talking maybe twenty odd minutes. Mm. Good point. Um and yeah, it's you, you have challengers, people doing challenges. There's usually a speed run in there. There's usually two people facing off. They'll have a quote-unquote celebrity. I don't know <laughs> who either of the celebrities have been, but um, the guy Rab who did that the Consylvania show on on BBC way way back. Uh, he's great. He's he's very very funny. Um, you would expect him to be like that thing. Yeah. Uh, and here's the thing: like you have these celebrities that I don't know who they are, but he does this uh, recurring segment where it's like it's called educating Grado, where Rab talks to his friend who has no idea about video games whatsoever and tries to explain some aspect of them. Like in the first one, he's talking about video game music and how 
like when you're writing music for video games, you ha- it has to be adaptable f- to what the player's doing at the time and how that's really impressive. And I was like, mm. wait a minute. That guy looks familiar and it's called Educating Grado. Yes, it's Grado, it's the Grado. fucking wrestler. <laughs> oh my God. From from uh, ICW. When you said Grado, I was all, there's no way that's actually Grado. It's, it's fucking Grado. <laughs> oh, but then it makes sense because... He's fucking Scottish. Oh, Christ. Yeah. They do, uh, like, a, a, like some silly wee uh, segments. Like, a, they, they had one where uh, they were testing uh, game armor in real life. Like, so they had... Right. The, the point of being is, like, why do women always get stuck in these ridiculous outfits? Um, so they, they have Rab in, you know, the, uh, <laughs> the Bioshock fucking Big Daddy suit. Yep, yep. Um, they have uh, one of the presenters, Ty. He's in a ghillie suit. Uh, and then they have Grado wearing uh, Quiet from Metal Gear Solid 5 cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> and they make, them run, they make them run a... Well, they start oh, by throwing Christ. fruit at them and then make them run a obstacle course. Doesn't go well. Um, oh, fucking there's hell. another really interesting segment I really liked they did where they sat they, they had got this team of developers and then the presenters sit down with a bunch of wee kids and ask them what they would want to see in a game and then the de- developers go off and make it Right, it's just these random bullshit that they, these kids come up with um, and, and they make this game and all the kids love it and then it's just uh, Rab sitting there playing and he's like hi right, it's pish <laughs> <laughs> um most of the challenges too like you're seeing a lot of uh streamers which is to be expected um yeah yeah there was a pretty good match i don't know if you ever heard of these guys they're apparently used to be big in uh professional fighting games uh a pair of twins called ketchup and mustard ah uh, ketchup and mustard oh of course man they were always on the Mortal Kombat streams. They're famous because they use Cyrax and Sector. Yep. That's why they're ketchup and mustard. So they uh, they have a, a match uh, in MK11. Uh, Rain versus Frost. Um, and it was actually really good. That, like, one of the guys, he pulls out a hell of a combo for, for Rain. Um, it was legitimately impressive. Um, but you get to see a lot of streamers embarrassing themselves and film to win a oh, cool. golden joystick so, so so that's good well i have it there's more dave perry incidents then yeah well they they no one's got salty yet oh okay, they, okay. They, they take it in good fun um well that's good and the golden joystick looks as shite as ever <laughs> and, and how is trevor mcdonald as the games master he's pretty good he does he he, he pretty much nails it um you do know, they still right? do the wee segment where he gets to answer questions? No, there's no consolation zone. Oh, but, okay. But how would you do it? There's no cheats in games anymore. And That's like, true, that's true. You know, people just Google shit, so uh. why, why would you come to Trevor McDonald? <laughs> it's clear that he hasn't <laughs> a fucking clue what he's being asked to say, which is... That's class, though. So. <laughs> Neither did Patrick Murray. No, before. no, definitely not. <laughs> um, it's, it's low budget as fuck, which... The original Sweet. was so, um, yeah, I think this is a pretty good take on it. Um, and yeah, the nostalgia is not painting it 
in a different light for me and um and i actually like the presenter it's very e4 but at the same time it kind of works uh your woman who does the the commentary i don't know she she's better than any shoutcaster i've ever heard Mm. at calling the action um and the other guy is uh they just send him out in the crowd with a with a microphone (laughs) right and then so you know, is Rob the main host? Then? Yeah, Rob. He's sort of the main. Rob's the main guy. Yeah. Sweet. Right, so that's that's Games Master. I'm happy enough with it so far. Um, doesn't take itself seriously, which is which oh, I I, I, it shouldn't. I. And if you're gonna watch it, neither should you. All right. Uh, if you go in <clears> thinking you're just some deadly serious esports type shit, uh, no, no. Um. So yeah, we had. Wrestling mm-hmm. happened as always. Um, and it seems like every week we're talking about something f- fucking massive happening, like yep, uh, like on on Dynamite, something big that makes you just go, "Oh my god!" Well, I, last week's Dynamite was fucking Brian turning heel, and then this week's was just. Uh, Brian says, Brian says, or Danielson said, I didn't turn heel. I'm just being myself. He also explained uh, why he dresses in the same white t-shirt every week. Mm. Did you see that? He did. Or he's like, I I don't want to sell you anything. Yep. Which is fair enough. That's grand for him. He's made his money. (laughs) I get it. All guys will wear their own merch. But like, you know. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, we're opening a dynamite with CM Punk versus QT Marshall, but before QT Marshall gets out there, we get MJF interrupting Punk's entrance. Uh, holy shit, hey, this promo that the pair of them cut. Mm. Unbelievable. Un- unbelievable. Since- Stuff of legend. Since Punk debuted, this is what people have been waiting on, and this did not disappoint. Um, not one, but just ripping into each other. Um, lots of references to WWE. Um, and you trust MGF to go there and mix a was I'm about to verbally finish you quicker than your UFC career. That one had this thing. <laughs> You have your pipe bombs, but I'm MJF and I drop nukes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Did you see Mark Henry talking about this as well on, on his radio show? Um, no, I haven't he heard anyone talking prob- about it. Probably yep. one of the best promos he's ever heard. Mm. Uh, it was unbelievable. Yeah, th- this was a. Uh, so the last two weeks out of character for, for AEW have been open the show with promos um and if they're promos like this you're like go for it this was Mm. 23 minutes long in a two-hour show um and it felt like five yeah it just just disappeared um i got the crowd as well just hanging on their every words um what what was some of your favorite lines from this one well i felt a little i was like jesus right so punk hasn't done this in a while so i was kind of a wee bit worried for him 
And he came out and he was, you know, I think the first lines he said was, I'm really disappointed in you. You're going for the low-hanging fruit and all the rest. And I was like, right, okay, okay. And then he finished this first segment with all, let's be honest, everyone here knows it. And deep down, you know it. You're just a less famous Miz. And the fucking crowd's reaction was... <laughs> I, I sat in my, my living room sofa being like, oh, fuck, he actually said that. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, just the week before we were saying that, you know, that Miz isn't fit to fucking lace up MJF's boots, which is true. So the only way you could, like, well, not the only way, but a great way to insult someone is to go, I see that guy, everyone knows you're actually better than. I'm going to say you're not even as famous as him. Mm. Brutal. Absolutely brilliant. And then, of course, there was the, the absolute infamous line for me was um, you talk about the four pillars of this company and you're absolutely right, but you don't realize you've already been replaced by Britt Baker. I was like, fuck. And he's right, too. <laughs> he's actually right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. Absolutely to, uh, amazing. It's not right that she got uh, left out of that in the first place because she's mm-hmm. pretty, pretty fucking important um, yep. to, to AEW. And uh, yeah, Punk likes putting her over because it's not the first time he's done that. Yep, true. Um, yeah, Punk gets real fiery at the end there, too. Um yeah, he's like, why? Well, I think you make some excellent points. I think you talk too much, and you've wasted these people's time. They call Chicago the second city because uh, when we burnt down, we built right back up among the smoldering enemies. The only way you'd be number one around here is if we wait long enough for Tony to have a daughter for you to marry. Fuck hell! Jr., you couldn't have put it better than Jr. Wow, that's some serious pro wrestling TV. <laughs> oh, absolutely fantastic. For moments like this is why we watch. Yeah. And, and this didn't even involve a match. There was a match after. No, it didn't. QT lost. Oh, of course. I forgot the absolutely brilliant. I know. I forgot the absolutely brilliant line of I was selling out Madison Square Garden while you were marking out for Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, MJF makes the uh, the John Cena reference. Of course he does, um, and the Triple H reference. Fuck. And then how do you like, you fall out with a Q- QT match, <laughs> which was his grand grand match? <laughs> to, to QT, honest. there's there's no doubt QT is solid. He really is. He is. But it, it, you just love the same guy's ass kicked. Uh, Him and his stupid hair. He's actually very good heel. As well, he is, he is. Like, like he, he, he can be a right dickhead. Um, I think you see it more in Sammy's vlog than on TV, though. No, oh, I don't think he'd get away with what he does on Sammy's vlog on TV because all he does is like he keeps burying people. Like, <laughs> the thing I remember laughing at for ages was, um, was uh, second generation wrestler, first generation piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would get away with that. That that's 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 good. I but uh, it's really really funny, and you don't want him to be funny because he's supposed <laughs> to be a heel. You're not supposed to be laughing. You're supposed to be like boo. But if he said shit like that, you'd be laughing your ass off, and you'd be like, "Oh, this guy's amazing." Um. 
so the next we have Christian Cage backstage said the announcing that uh, Jurassic Express are the number one contenders, and he's gonna make sure that they win the tag team championships this time. He's totally mm. gonna cost them the tag team championships this time. <laughs> Has this been the long con the whole time? Because remember, it was him and Jungle Boy at the Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah. Is this the long con the whole time since Jungle Boy was the one that beat him? <laughs> Yeah, there's a heel turn waiting to happen here. It's definitely <laughs> happening. Uh, Christian's a great heel, though. He is. Uh, you should bring in Edge and he'll go for the tag team challenge instead. <laughs> um, Fuck, if they pulled some shit like that, that would be nuts. <laughs> and we have a, a, another match. It's um, the Ass Club. Uh, Colton Gun, <laughs> Colton Gun, Billy Gun versus Bear Country. Uh, it's a bit of a squash match, like, but um, it was a bit all over the mad place, wasn't it? Uh, but they're um, they're 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 doing stuff with uh, with Gun Club here, um, mm-hmm. which they really should since they're undefeated. Um, and we have a uh, Bobby Fish backstage with Adam Cole. They. Cole keeps calling themselves best friends, uh, so the best friends interrupt. A lot of interrupting going on. I've got to say that. Everyone's getting pissed. Like, it seems like there's a lot of angles in AEW at the minute that got started by someone interrupting someone else. <laughs> um, yeah, Adam Cole... Uh, it says he's going to make uh, best friends pay for disrespecting him and Bobby Fish. It's very weird with Bobby Fish. It's like, what kind of name? Judah? It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wheeler Judah there. Um, yep. And then, fuck, this next part. Team Taz. Dante Martin, Leo Rush. Fuck! Contract on the table. In front of Dante Martin, Leo Rush is reading it. He fucking signs it. Dante Martin signed the contract. He's with Team Taz. Jumps up on the table and walks away. Leo yep. Rush is like, what the fuck? Do you reckon But if you think about it, Leo Rush has been kind of... He's kind of been a wee... Like, the, the, all the times he's saying all this stuff, you can always see uh, wee Martin looking at him like... Hey, but, he's, but he's getting hey. the wins. He's getting the wins. He is getting the wins, but no, he's... There's two, there's two things I can see behind this. Either Dante Martin is genuinely joined Team Taz, or this is take him down from the inside. <laughs> yeah, there could be more to this than than that. Um, left it very open there. Uh, it was pretty, I, I, I was kind of like, holy fuck, what? <laughs> Even Taz looked surprised it was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting angle. Um mm. Taz at that meeting, there was one thing had me in stitches though, because he's obviously talking to um, Dante Martin. He's all, I'm telling you, kid, just sign it, it'll be the best thing ever. And then he just looks at Leo Rush, who's obviously looking through his own copy. He's all, Leo, first off, I don't know what the hell you're doing in here. And second, who the hell gave you a copy? Huh? Where'd you get a copy? I only printed one. <laughs> you're like, that's brilliant. Taz is great, eh? Um, Following that, we have our. Last quarterfinal match for the TBS Women's Championship Tournament. Uh, Jamie Hader versus Thunder Rosa. Um, he'll go on the face. Jade Cargill. This was, this was a good match. This was fucking brilliant. This was a stiff match. Mm-hmm. 
Um, these two can go. Back um, time. Yeah, very, very entertaining. Um, I see Jamie Hader's got uh, Britt Baker and Rebel around the outside. Uh, the inevitable starts to happen. Um, except mm. Jamie Hader gets nailed in the face from Britt Baker, um, which costs her the match. Mm-hmm. There's sowing some seeds there. Um, Thunder Rosa uh, goes on to, to face Gia Cargill, um, which I hope she wins. I hope she goes through to the final. It's going to be very interesting. I mean, f- this is not what I foresaw coming, so. Well, what did you think was going to happen? I thought, I was expecting the shenanigans, and I expected Hater to get the win. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, I get what you're saying there. So, Hater wins, shenanigans, uh, we continue the feud with Brit and, and Thunder Rosa. Thunder and, Rosa. And Thunder Rosa goes for her title instead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The one thing is it might be... I think when that match happens, Thunder Rosa gets the title. And they probably mm-hmm, want Britt mm-hmm. Baker's reign to go a little longer. Ah, true, true. But it uh, keeps that sort of rivalry still hot. Yeah, it's time for me to start shitting over Chris Jericho. Alex Marvez backstage <laughs> with Chris Jericho. Um... Completely steals Eddie's thing he did last week. Yep. <laughs> just, just, just like he, Jericho keeps doing this. If there's an act that's hot, mm-hmm. which he Eddie, will borrow from Eddie it. at the minute. One of the hottest things going in AEW after his CM Punk stuff. Um, his backstage stuff is really good with him. Can I even cut a promo? Um, <laughs> Without being interrupted, and he's just trying to eat, this week? eat cake. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to eat some cake. Yeah. Um. So the two point oh and Daniel Garcia interrupt Chris Jericho while he was saying something. Um, and he's like, "Don't interrupt me again, or I'll knock your teeth down the throats." And calls, I don't know two point oh's names. Uh, <laughs> Lee, Lee, and someone. Blockhead and his friend. Mm-hmm. And Jericho calls him Squarehead. Yep. And does that whole thing. It's like, Eddie did this last week. What are you doing? Yep. Anyway. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then we get Britt Baker again. Uh, <laughs> friends giving she is with Tony Schiavone uh, and Rebel, and they've got a Thanksgiving table set up. And Tony Schiavone breaks some bad news that uh, Riho will be getting a Black Friday deal match. Mm-hmm. Where if Riho beats Britt, Riho gets a, a shot at Baker's title. Not a fan of the whole beat the champion to get a title shot, but at the same time, it's a way to completely ignore the rankings, and they justify yep. it by saying Riho was never eliminated from the Battle Royal. Because if you remember That was back, a clever way of doing that. Yeah. If you remember back, there was a weird botch when she came in. Riho was in there for like 30 seconds, which was just... Definitely didn't seem like it was supposed to happen. This is fucking... Uh, that was it all out too, wasn't it? Yeah. 
That's ages. That's three months ago. That's good that they call back that and say, right, this yeah, just, yeah. just I love when they do that. Doing this. Let's let's do it. Mm-hmm. Up next, Per Cult. So oh, we're, Jesus. We're in Chicago. Let's kick the shit out mm-hmm. of Cole Cabana. <laughs> so he, he, you got the yeah, Chicago got that punk promo. <laughs> now, you, now you're going to have to see your hero get absolutely destroyed. Or one mm. of your other heroes destroyed. Um, yeah, th- this is good hard-hitting match again. Uh, these two know each other really well, but uh, yeah. And you could tell. Uh, they're laying their shit in. Um, mm-hmm. But then I that, have to. I've never seen Colt lay in shit like that before. Yeah, like he was because obviously because they know each other so well, and they, he obviously knows Brian's all right with us. They, Jesus, they wheel the shit out of each other at one point. They're just chopping each other for shit, and obviously Colt's got that big barrel chest anyway, like so he's able to take it. But fucking hell, this was hard hitting, hey? Yeah, lots of kicks, lots of chops. Uh, we get da- Danielson's um, stomps to the head. Which was a, uh, I'm not sure if it was that, that he, but he, he knocks out one of Cabana's teeth, I think, mm. maybe, or it might have been a fake tooth. The, I, I don't know if this was real or not, if he actually legitimately knocked a tooth out, but that's what they were going with. Um, mm. Danielson gets him in the label lock and, and Colt taps, and then after he's holding up the tooth <laughs> mm. to the camera, he's very proud of himself. Mm-hmm. Then Danhausen cursed him. Oh, aye. He's still in Danhausen's gimmick. <laughs> You're fucked when he gets there. <laughs> well, he's already cursed him, so. Uh, that's, that's a bit now. If he, <laughs> right, if he loses against Paige, that's why. Is Danhausen's <gasps> curse? 100%. <laughs> Nothing to do with Paige is awesome. It's because Danhausen cursed him. <laughs> And speaking of the man himself, Benjamin, out he comes uh, yep. in full-on gear. He's ready to go. Um, offers Danielson. is like, right, right, let's do this then. And Danielson's like, I just wrestled. That's not cowboy shit. That's coward shit. Um, mm. Paige's like, I'm not leaving Chicago without a, without a fight. Um, uh, says he'll give Danielson the first shot. Uh, Danielson's like, don't insult me like that. And then hits him. <laughs> And then, then runs away when there's a buckshot lariat coming his way. <laughs> Who's the card? Let's see when that match happens. It's going to be fantastic. Mm, it is. And then we got our main event, Big Eight Man. We've got the uh, Lucha Bros. This is nuts. Well, well, Death Triangle. We have Pac mm. and Lucha Bros uh, with Cody Rhodes uh, versus FTR. Malachi Black and Andrade. This wasn't nuts match. There's so much going on. Cody yep. tagging himself in and immediately getting fucking, <laughs> fucking wheeled. And having Hi. to tag out again immediately. That was funny, hey? But it's like, it's just, that. that's what Cody's doing at the minute. He's the obnoxious Aye. face. He'll... Yep. But here's all thing, right? So he throws his weight belt out uh, and all, all the, the crowd's like, throw it back and someone throws it back and I was like okay I wouldn't have done that I would have told you all to go nope. fuck yourselves but <laughs> yep I have Cody Rhodes' weight belt and it's coming home with me and it took forever to throw it back 
so that person was probably debating it, and then Cody threw it out to someone else who didn't throw it back. So mm. you know, and like I know people are, are hating on Cody at the minute, um, but like because it's cool. It's not like a John Cena in the ECW arena type of fucking <laughs> heat working here. It's like, let's chill her fucking jets a bit. Also, stop stop giving them shit outside of wrestling. There's no need for that at all. Yeah. Um, the one thing that confused me during this match, yep. did Andrade change during the match or was he always he- in the... No, I'm pretty sure he whipped off the trousers at some point. Did he chip and deal it? I think he did, uh, but I think that whole suit set up to come off like that. All right. I I I noticed that as well. I was like, fucking leg at somewhere to change. I was like, something looks different about you, Andrade. Ah, (laughs) you got no trousers on. Um. Yeah, the, uh, Cody gets nailed in the face by someone as well. Pack, <laughs> didn't he? Yep. Poor Cody. <laughs> Poor Cody. No. No, Cody nailed Pack. Oh, that's what it was. Uh, Cody nailed Pack. Cody nailed Pack. I thought Pack was going to murder him then. I wouldn't be su- surprised. Um, there was a very cool moment I noticed, though. Cody was in the ring and he was doing his whole, you know, show into the crowd, getting booed and all. Yeah. And when he, when you're, I think it was Andrade tagged Malachi, and as soon as Malachi was in the ring, Cody tagged out. Like he wasn't like you know the whole beat up and tired tag. It was just uh, shit, Malachi's like, in the ring. I'm out of here. He's afraid of him. Uh, yep. No, that's I like that. There's some good storytelling for how mental this match was. Mental. Um, <laughs> Pack taking out fucking everyone. Um, he jumps out on top of everyone, which clears out the ring. Um, mm. and then we get the fucking face off <laughs> Tolly and Arn <laughs> do you reckon this, they, th- this is all you're getting oh I reckon so because uh, they both punch your wee man what do you call uh, him Jose Ho- Jose the assistant yep I reckon I don't think either of them to, to want to do a one on one match at their age no but this is good the, the squaring off shit Oh yeah, the score enough. That's all you need, though. Get, Just that we sort of uh, reference, like, oh Jesus, gets our own going. It's good. Uh. Yep. Um. Uh. After that, we then get a black mist sprayed to pack Andre Alito pins him. Um. Mm. They win. They do. Apparently, yeah. when the cameras went off, though, Andrade continued to beat the shit out of Cody and DDT'd him onto the concrete, and the fans started chanting, you deserve it. <laughs> Did Pac help? No, the, the Lucha Bros and Pac were like, fuck this, we're out of here. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, did he help beat up Cody? That would have made sense. Oh, no. <laughs> that fucking hell, all <laughs> seven of them beating shit out of Cody. Um, so Rampage, then. Black Friday Rampage. Mm. Uh, Chris Jericho on commentary. Ricky yep. Starks is good. Ricky one thing, like um, Chris Jericho, for the most part, is fine on commentary. I, I like mm-hmm. the dynamic of him and and Starks. They I play off they each other really well. Yep. Um, and then you just—I I wish it was Dark Taz though. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe that's just too much for TV. TV can't handle that shit. No, they can't. Um, in our first match is the uh, the one we set up on Dynamite with uh, Bobby Fish and Adam Cole taking on Wheeler Yuta and Orange Cassidy. As soon as you see Wheeler, it's Wheeler Yuta and Cassidy, you know how this is going. Yep. Like if it was Taylor and Cassidy, who knows? Yep. Um, yeah. So this is a, a like Yuta bumping his ass off, um, and then getting Orange Cassidy for the lukewarm tag. <laughs> Where's the point where like Adam Cole and Bobby Fish have their backs? Like. They're doubled over. Aye, that's when the hot tag, he just goes up behind them and just starts kicking them and doing his thing. And they're like, hey, mm. what? And then you get the explosion of Orange Cassidy stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, the fast-paced matches you would expect. Uh, and Wheeler Yuta taking the, uh, the pin, as you would expect. Um... Which was, was there something? I can't remember. If there, yes, that's what I wanted to mention about what Chris Jericho said in commentary. Um, mm-hmm. or commentary, saying that weird. Adam Cole does his Adam Cole baby, as we all know, which he is famous for mm-hmm. and is mm-hmm. very over. Um, and Chris Jericho says, I wonder where he got that from. Uh, Joey Mercury, that's yes. where he got that from, as he explained to you not, on, on your podcast. Not you, yep. didn't get it from you. You're not the first person to say, ba- you everything Chris Jericho does is taken from fucking this is Spinal Tap, <laughs> which True. I'm pretty sure is where he gets that baby from. <laughs> so, like, come on now. Like I said, if he had still been healed, that would have made sense. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's... When he's healed on, on, and doing that sort of shit, yeah, it's fine, because it's asshole stuff to do, but when you're supposed to be a face and you're still doing that shit, then you must be just an asshole then? I don't know. I don't know, Chris Jericho. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> come on, man. That, that one annoyed me a bit, because it's like... Don't try and insert yourself into some narrative that you like. I'm sure, like a lot of people being influenced as Chris Jericho, um, but you, it's kind of cringy when he points it out. Mm. That's uh, um, we get Tony Nice backstage with uh, with Tony Schiavone. He's going to challenge for the TNT Championship. Uh, Sammy. Gives him a bit of, bit of gyps and he's unimpressed. <laughs> Who'd you ever beat? Um, <laughs> and he's all, oh, calm down. We'll have a good match. Go to shake hands and he's fucking wheels him in the face. <laughs> yep, as you do. He's definitely the heel there. Yep. Then we get our Black, Black, bleh, Black Friday deal match. Uh, Riho against Britt Baker. Um more Chris Jericho stuff I didn't like. This is the biggest match of Rio's career. I don't know. She was in a match for the first ever women's 
title uh, that she won that might pip this a bit, you know? Yeah, I would say that would be a little bit more important. Um, and then we get like a, a good match here. Um, Baker kind of kicks, was the, fantastic. kicks the shit out of Rio, uh, but <laughs> you know, Rio's good at getting the shit kicked out of her. Um, it's been a while since I've seen Rio do the Snapdragon, which he did in this as well. I haven't seen her do that in ages, actually. Mm. Actually, the last time I actually did it was the boat. Yeah, yeah. I think you might be right. Um, yeah, we we actually get um, uh, Brit trying to do the uh, fisherman's neckbreaker. Um, Rio counters him, uh, rolls Brit up, and gets the pin to which Jericho shouts, what an upset, again first ever world champion women's world champion mm. what are you talking about and Excalibur <laughs> pointed out during the match that Riho has already pinned Brit three times in the past <laughs> what an upset what an upset apparently yes even though Riho he's literally beat the doll three times in the past yes it's an upset Chris <laughs> <laughs> madness I yep it's, uh, that just tells me it's like do you actually watch anybody else's stuff uh, do you pay attention to the product? Like, like or do you even uh, listen to what Excalibur said earlier <laughs> in the match? <laughs> I mean, uh, Excalibur is, he knows fucking everything. Just follow He's his lead. Encyclopedia. Can, can't do that though. I'm Chris Jericho. Mm. <laughs> I give him such a sore touch on here. Um, <laughs> yeah. So she gets a, a world title shot at some point, probably that, uh, What's that? Battle of the Belts? Battle of the Belts. If that's what that is, mm-hmm. if that's where title, that. are they all title matches on the line or is it, are champions fighting each other? Who knows? Who knows indeed. Uh, so we got a couple of matches announced for Dynamite this week. Uh, we got a, an Atlanta street fight between Andrade and Cody Rhodes. Um... Probably won't I wonder be what reaction he'll that. get there in Atlanta. Yeah, that's his hometown. That'll be very mm. telling. Um, we get... All oh, right, the other quarterfinal wasn't. This is the last quarterfinal. Chris Statlander versus Ruby Soho in the ah. uh, TBS Championship Tournament. Um, and Brian Danielson versus Alan Five Angels. Aye, because he's from Atlanta. I he's like the way he's he's doing this in like hometowns. There's another Dark Order member from Atlanta. I noticed he didn't challenge him. Oh, ten? He didn't take on ten. <laughs> <laughs> ten too big. Ten too big. <laughs> uh, and, he, and and a very interesting one here: the Ass Club versus Sting and Darby <sighs> Allen. I'm just calling them the Ass Club now, just because the Ass Boys. Billy Ass and the Ass Boys. <laughs> Billy Ass and the Ass Boys. <laughs> oh, Dan, you're a genius. That's oh. crazy that that all started because of a tweet and now the crowd are chatting. But that's him. He's keeping this shit going. He's keeping himself involved in AEW stuff because he yep. knows rightly he has a good shot of getting signed there. Oh, I would say this shit's already been confirmed yeah exactly. i would say the moment that happened tony was straight on going right i know you're hurt but <laughs> um 
they've been mad not to take him. Definitely. I, I, he might be the person I want to see most. I mean, you think about it, you've got uh, Keith Lee out there. Um, mm. Wyndham Rotunda is still somewhere. I don't, know, I don't know if his 90 days up. Um, you got Johnny Gargano, who's going to be, right. could, could be available soon. But yeah, I'd take Dan Eisen first. <laughs> is that weird? Is that, uh, I'm just nuts. I, I just think it shows how fun he is. No, I'm, right, no offense to the likes of Rotunda or Keith Lee or Johnny Gargano. They're all great wrestlers, right? But Dan Housen is a character. There's nobody like him out there. So if you, he's the most unique thing in the world. Like him and Cassidy are like two of the most unique characters I think in wrestling today. Yeah, yeah. And you've got one, and the other one, they're, like they're fucking best buddies. And we've obviously seen wee clips of their matches together. Just having them two doing that in front of a massive crowd would be amazing. I think. Aye, I'd love that. Uh, yeah, definitely. One of the things I'd love to see him outside of that indie space on a big stage to mm. see see if that shit works, which I think it will. Like him, imagine just him doing promos like with MJF and stuff, and just because <laughs> I'm sure you've seen the video where he's just annoying and pestering him yeah. about the scarf. Yeah, he pulls yeah. out the really dirty, dirty scarf and all. <laughs> MGF keeps telling him to go away and that, that is not a real scarf. And I love the line, of course it's a real scarf. Feel it, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Jesus. <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, um, how did we come up with this? Oh yeah, because of the ass boys. Ass boys. Eh? <laughs> um, I think Sting and Darby are going to give the ass boys their first loss. I would say so. Who do you think gets the pin? It has to be Darby. It's definitely going to be Sting. Like, you think it's going to be the Stinger? Because it's always it's it's been Sting every anytime him and Darby are winning something, it's Sting that gets the gets the. Do pin. you think this could maybe eventually lead to a bit of a Sting Darby feud? No. <laughs> I can't, but I can't see it. Anything's possible, like, but I, I can't see uh, how that would go down I, at the minute. Yeah, I don't. Or who that benefits? I, yeah, uh, true, true. You're an upstart sting. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! But no, I, I, I was just wondering. Maybe is that why they keep giving Sting the pin? Maybe because you know that it's going to be like a. I need to do this by myself, and then Sting takes that salty or something i don't know it'll be darby getting the ship beat out of him and get the hot right. tag to sting and then he'll do his his, his things and then that'll be it mm. he's in there against another old guy not as old but true even though like billy Gunn, the shape he's in jesus christ hey? it's crazy how he keeps in that shape how how are you how do you look like that and then blah, 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 steroids, blah, blah. But I mean, <laughs> the age he is. No, Aye. steroids don't do that. No, they don't. They don't defy time. Like, Jesus. No. Um, now, main event, uh, Eddie Kingston versus Daniel Garcia. This uh, was damn good. This is a fucking normal, <laughs> just laying shit in. Um, mm. tries to start as a wrestling match. 
Mm. Garcia <laughs> goes to work on the leg and that, but then it just Eddie and his finger pokes and to the eyes. <laughs> and I love that he's a face and he gets away with doing that. He's biting his ears and all. Like, oh. right. um, but yeah, this is uh, descends quickly into them just slapping each other and uh, the chops. Uh, mm. What you want out of an Eddie Kingston match? Um, and I uh, <laughs> was was violent as fuck. Uh, Kingston out of nowhere, the um, hurricane spinning back fist. I love that he missed the first one though, but he kept spinning. Yeah, and that's how he landed it. He landed it a second time. That was brilliant. I gets in the pin and then two point jump in and they start. Beating the shit out of uh, out of Kingston, Jericho gets up from the broadcast table. The notes say say he sprinted to the ring. That's a lie. <laughs> he stood up there for a while, being like, "Oh, what did he? Go fucking help him." He didn't want help because Eddie Kingston. Yeah, um, that's true. Do you think this is leading to? I know we'll get a tag match. There's going to be a tag match. Do you think it'll eventually be Jericho versus Kingston? I think that's someone Jericho said he wanted to work with, though, was Kingston. He yeah. wanted to do, like, a, a feud with Kingston at some stage. Yeah. I think it's going to be there. Like, I didn't ask for your help and blah, blah, blah. And nah. fuck, fuck you. And yep. Let's have a match. I reckon this is what Jericho could be at. You know, he's wanting, he's just going to work with the people he's wanted to work with now. And then I think this could be him getting ready to maybe slow down or something. So he wants to just work with the people he wants to work with now. He has kind of, well, maybe not. Yeah, I was going to say he has kind of slowed down, but he's definitely not not keeping the same pace where when he was champion, like. No, no, he's, no. He's definitely de- there, there's definitely a, an element of winding down of the stuff he's doing now. Um, mm-hmm. But if he if he works with a bunch of guys now and, and puts them over and all, um, like like MJF, like he did get the last win, but MJF beat him three times. Yeah. Before he got there, so um, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so that's that does it for for. Rampage, and that is gonna just about do it for our podcast. Mm. Yeah. So next week, it's um. I don't know, I don't know how they're gonna top the, like the last couple of promos. Um, I know. Just having those moments, and it's always the worry when when they're on a really good run. You know, you know, there's gonna be one that's gonna maybe it's not going to cut it the same way and would maybe be slightly disappointing but it's hard to keep that kind of momentum going but yeah, we'll see you can't, you can't have that fucking explosion every event no pun intended with being dynamite no but you can't have that same crazy explosion of week in week out like you, you've you got to take a breather at least once mm. and it will happen it will happen but all it does is then is once you get that wee dip is you come straight back up to a, a big rise again that's what I love about AEW Every well week we take a pay per view. That uh, 100%. Well, that's going to do it for us. Uh, we will be back next week. We're going to have to do an end of year favorite things episode at some point, but 
Yeah, we'll see we when that happens. Do a bike podcast at some stage. Yeah. yeah, we'll try and send out the signal fires and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but till then, see you later. Take it easy, boys. <laughs>